Good evening, and welcome to another half hour of spoiler-filled radio. Uh, though we're really not that much worse than just reading your Twitter feed. Yeah, but we're a lot more entertaining. Tonight, we'll take a look at Shinkai's new movie, The Trajectory of Oreimo, Gargantia's monster plot twist, and much more on this edition of On the Clock. I'm Akira, this is Kivo, and we're clocking in with five good minutes on Makoto Shinkai, the man, the legend. Okay. So, Shinkai, his new movie's out. Uh, what do you think? Well, Koto no no Niwa, I recommend that if you like Shinkai or if you don't like Shinkai, to just watch the show, uh, to watch the movie. Um, I think it's it's good, accessible introduction to Shinkai's work, and it is easily his most beautiful film. And with Shinkai, is you know a lot a lot of his gimmick is that his films look really pretty, even if some people claim that they don't have a lot of substance. And I think Koto no no Niwa definitely harps on that element of Shinkai's art direction. Yeah, I think that um, for long-time viewers of Shinkai, though, I think they're going to be a little disappointed that he doesn't have many new tricks up his sleeve, okay. I think. Um, but at the same time, the, the film is absolutely beautiful. I, I literally thought I was looking at um, live action absolutely. For, the first, for the first three to five seconds of it, um, which is pretty mind-blowing, actually. So I definitely recommend that you give the film a look. But uh, I definitely found it also hmm, – it, it was different, though. It was different from his other movies, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, I uh, I think this is f- more closer, though, to five centimeters per second and Place Promised than uh, Children Who uh, Hoshinoko Kodomo. Um, just because, like, it, it it's out of that fantasy element yeah. again. Yeah. You know, and I like this because I just didn't think that Hoshikoto was really good. Um, uh, I thought it. I thought. I thought it was very different from his other films. I appreciated uh-huh. that he was doing something different with it. I don't know how I feel about the fact that he's back to this kind like of tired it. formula. As close. At, see, here's my 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 theory with Shinkai is, is the closer he is to five centimeters per second, the happier I am, because you know, I, and I've made this observation before. People who like Shinkai and his style love five centimeters per second. People who don't like Toshi Kodomo because it's just him being different. It kind of like. I just felt it wasn't a good fit for his. Okay, no, 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 no. But I, I really don't think that's true. Like, I don't okay. want to see him making the same movie over and over again. Uh-huh. Because if you're, if you watch Shinkai as much as I do, so, you know, just to preface this, I've watched um, Five Centimeters Per Second probably fifteen to twenty times yeah, by now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but like, I really don't want him to make another Five Centimeters Per Second because I've already seen Five Centimeters Per Second, and nothing he makes in that vein will ever be as good as Five Centimeters Per Second. Like, like maybe visually, but certainly not thematically. And I like the fact that Kurono Hano Niwa tries to get away from Five Centimeters Per Second. It leaves it a little more open ended. It's right. a more, it's a little more encouraging. I dislike that he's still harping on this love across distance theme that he seems to love so much. Um, I think it's overdone. I think every single one of his movies have been about love across distance, and I would really like to see him, you know, apply his considerable skills to something else. Okay, okay. I mean, uh, for for me personally, uh, Hoshino Kodomo was just a huge disappointment for me because Five Centimeters per Second was my favorite Shinkai movie, hands down. That's and- so funny because, like, even though it was my favorite Shinkai, I had lots of problems with it. Like, it's a good movie. It's one of my favorite movies, yeah. but there's still, you know, lots of problems. And I think that one of the biggest problems with Five Centimeters per Second is the fact that um, – there's a lot of monologues. Yeah. Shit. Like, like half the movie is just spent with this guy talking to himself. And that's sort of the problem that I had with this movie as well is there's too much – there's too much telling and not enough showing I think. And, you know, like sure, you can say Shinkai loves understatement. He will right. – you know, blah, blah, blah. But like honestly, I, I don't fucking know. Like it's – 
I, I think not, I think with the Shinkai, it's overdone. It's overdone. You know, you know, I think with Shinkai, I think he's better off doing that. You know, talking and then pretty pictures. I mean, doesn't that remind you a lot of how Shimbo did Bakemonogatari? Like, you know, it's talking pictures, talking pictures, and he just uses that art direction and Temon's music and all that stuff, and it kind of creates this narrative. So first of all, Temon, really effective. So first of all, Temon didn't do the music for this movie, no, which no, kind of surprised me. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I but I the other thing that, is, yeah. the thing is, I don't know, I. I don't. I don't agree with that because I think that he could do so much more with his art direction. And you know, I, I don't want to just see people talking over pretty pictures. Like I'm not watching a fucking travel log, right? Like, this is a romance. This is a romance, right? So I think that there should be a lot more showing. Like I want to see characters interacting more, as opposed to one character just telling me how he feels about the other character. And there are only two fucking characters in this movie, so it shouldn't be that difficult. Okay. Um, but I mean, honestly, the art direction was really great. I really liked the theme of silence. Like, mm-hmm. I liked that the movie was really quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that it was set in like the one large green space in Tokyo, yep. um, Shinjuku Gyoen. If you haven't been, you should definitely go. It's beautiful there. Um, although now I'm sure on rainy days it's going to be filled with all kinds of gross otaku trying to. <laughs> but no, we can both agree that this anime is absolutely beautiful. Can well, I sure, forty-five minutes though. Kind of short, but I think I, I I don't think it overstays its welcome. Oh, perfect! Um, I think yeah, it was I think, perfect, I think it was perfect. People are like, ah, like there should have been more exposition, blah blah like, blah. I don't want nah. more exposition. It was starting to get boring. No, I no, I actually think that the reason why you thought it was boring was because there wasn't anything going on. Like Hoshino Kodomo was a lot more interesting. Yeah, I don't know. See, because because with me, Hoshino Kodomo was like almost a cheap Miyazaki film Im- imp- imitation. You know, but that, it was like that's just it was like click for me. Okay, maybe, but I thought it was, like, much better than a Miyazaki movie in terms of the art direction. And, you know, certainly it was a little cheap in its themes. It's very Shinkai, you know, the whole mm-hmm. love across There's death. There's so many blah, motifs blah. everywhere, you know? Oh, I mean, yeah, but honestly, I don't know. This movie gets a 7 out of 10 for me. Um, it's just not – it wasn't very impressive. I wasn't blown away by it. I felt nice after watching it, but, you know. Eh. Six, 6 out of 10. I think it's a very accessible first um, Shinkai Makoto film no matter what you're into. So. All right, moving on. All right. So um, my little sister can't be this cock blocking. Uh, Akira, why don't you give me your impressions on what Oreimo is doing this season or in the um, episodes? I actually know how this thing ends. Okay. And do you care if I spoil it for you? Because I don't care if I spoil it for anyone who's watching. <laughs> okay. Well, well, okay. Let's just talk about the show. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right? Like where the show um, is heading. No, right I mean, now. look, okay. I, I have no fucking idea what the show is trying to do, okay. honestly. Uh, I don't know how they're going to get from the point we're at in the show um, to wherever the fuck it's going. I don't understand. Yeah, who breaks up with their girlfriend because her little sister? Who does that? <laughs> I, I, the, the show's plot is definitely getting – I feel like it's getting a little chaotic. It's um, demented. It's yeah. more than chaotic. It's demented. I think, I think, I think that the biggest issue with – and I've said this again and again, is that, you know, there's no one in the show who I really, really enjoy watching. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like Kiruno's an ingrate. You know, Kuroneko is a loveless cunt. Ayas um, is crazy. Ayas is hilarious, uh, though. Manami is Manami. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Saudi's great, but she's, like, going to be a minor character forever, so it doesn't right. really matter. But, like, seriously, everyone is getting NTR'd at once. Right. This is something right. that's actually happening in the show right now, and I just don't understand. I, I just don't get it. I think as a comedy, the show functions pretty decently. At least all the episodes are kind of funny. Oh, Ayas is hilarious. But, yeah, but, but like, I, you know, when it comes to the plot, maybe we're just doing it wrong. Maybe we're just neckbeards that are watching Oreimo for plot. But, you know, it, it's like... I, I just I, I just don't really know how to predict where this show is going to go. By the way, the highlight of the episode is Yukari Tamara claiming that she's a better singer than Clarice. But she, like, is. Yeah, that that's the But call. she also isn't. 
I mean, she definitely isn't, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't even I didn't get that far. I actually got to the the Eta bike, and I was like, oh, this is this no, is no, that great. was past the Eta bike. I know, I know. No, no, I, no, that I, was before the Eta bike. Sorry, sorry. I mean, the Eta I don't bike know. was I amazing just... too. That the oh man, everything was just so funny. Like, think, everything skate, was great, um, yeah. except except for all the parts <laughs> where you know I actually really like this. <laughs> actually, no, actually, this episode was great because Kiriana was actually like nice yeah. for once. That was kind of fun. Anyways, moving on. Oh. <laughs> Oh man. Um did we see this coming from 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 Uruwuch? Well, okay. We Let, okay. The fact that spoiler spoiler the Hideyas are people is as predictable as the plot twist in Mars of motherfucking destruction. Okay? Like, yeah, you know, you're probably going to see that. Uruwuch again does not make, you know, on you know just make straightforward antagonists, you know? So I, I'm not too surprised that this happened. Did I see this coming from the first episode? Probably not. No, but I'm not surprised. You know, yeah. do, do we remember uh, the the Monica twist? Do exactly. we? Did we all forget about that? Like, do, do that, was, that was some crazy you know? shit. Yeah, it's like that was some crazy shit too, right? But like, I don't know. I think that um, you're not going to see ambiguous antagonists from Butchkin. Um, so you know, this I, I am. Kind of, you know, it is nice that I kind of see Gargantia going somewhere. The show's definitely starting to improve a little bit, I think. Yeah, I kinda you know, did... it definitely slowed down for a little bit down, yeah. like, around episode six or so, when yeah, we had the belly like, dancing and shit. I don't fucking care about you and guys I was like, just I was like, boats. I was like, okay, like, let's be honest, right. like, they're not gonna fuck, like, it's not gonna end up that way, like, this is not what the show is about. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I don't know, they might fuck, knowing what I watch again. I don't, I don't know what that guy's thinking all the time. <laughs> um, but seriously... This is this is kind of genius, actually, because, you know, they look so different from people that you would have never thought that this was going to happen. Right. Like, that's not the plot twist I expected, but now it's there. I'm like, ah, like, you motherfucker, you would. Mm-hmm. You would. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I, I kind of didn't get why this show was so highly regarded the past few episodes, especially at APR. But now that I kind of see that the show is kind of getting into gear... Uh, I, yeah, I, I think Gargantia is definitely getting a lot better. Um, and I'm, yeah. I'm finally glad that, you know, it's about fucking time that the plot came into here, because I was starting to get bored of people rowing boats all over the place. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Anyways. All right, moving on, we have a new feature called The Hit List, and that's where we're just going to run down a series of topics for one minute each. And we're going to go ahead and start with Yamakan making an idol anime. Yo, so Yamakan is teaming up with his old crew, uh, the scriptwriter from Lucky Star and the music director for Lucky Star. And, of course, he was the director of Lucky Star for a little bit. Uh, the three of them are making an idol anime called Wake Up Girls. So- and I really like this. So, I really fucking like Kosaka this. Kosaka Satoru making music for an idol anime. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. But I mean, he did he did Idol Master, so exactly, why not? exactly. Right. Um. And uh, the the coolest thing about this is the seven girls who mm-hmm. you see picked picture there. Uh, they're not going to be voiced by professional seiyu. Not okay. not not a single one of them. Uh, they're all girls who are from the same area that this show is set in. Oh, and and Local that's another. Country. Speaking of the uh, area, this is set in the, for Toho. In the area yeah, of this Toho is in Earth Sendai. Earthquake. This is supposed to be in you Sendai. Know, so. Yeah. So we got Yamakan. He's in incorporating the Tohoku earthquake. It's set in. As he explains it, Idol Sengoku Jirai. I mean, Yamakana is going to save Idol. I actually think he will. Um, I have really high hopes for this project. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, I have really high hopes for Fractal, too. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think I think Yamakana still got it. I think he's, you know, as much as we hate him, he's got some, he's got some good ideas. I'm looking um, forward to this. I'm, I'm very much hype about this. 
Anyways, speaking of amateur seiyu... Right, um, so there's some fan rage and seiyu rage over the use of non-trained seiyu in voicing jobs. Usually it's just foreign movies, but Akira, what do you think about this trend of using amateur seiyu? They gotta be cheaper, right? They are cheaper. They use amateur seiyu because, uh, you know, they're just called, you know, in Japanese, tarento, you know, the generic personage in the entertainment right. industry. Um, I guess, I guess you could use them for minor roles, I suppose, but... Don't give leading roles to one of these people. Shit. I mean, you got to protect the industry. Well, I mean, look, if they're good, I don't see anything wrong with that. But the problem is, a lot of these say you are like not very good, right? Um, and then they just sound kind of fake. And you know, we all remember what the U.S. anime industry was like in the '90s. Right, right. Um, speaking of another uh, one of the more famous times of uh, non say you voicing a role, uh, Shinkai's first movie, Hoshino Koei, I think, um, he, there's a version of it where his girlfriend and him voice the two main characters. Instead yeah, of that, that is you. the one that, that's terrible. the one that I know. Yeah. It's terrible. Okay, so... Yeah, oh, oh, by the way, by the way, hold on. Last thing, last thing about non-trained seiyuu, Hideaki Anno is voicing the main character in the next Miyazaki movie. Like, let's just wrap our heads around that real quick. <laughs> nice. Moving on. So... We revealed last week that Chunibyo is getting a second season. Uh, Deku Mori is going to be in high school. Okay. Hope she keeps it. Deku going to be in high school. Which, um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to see more of her. Oh. Deku Mori's great. What are you talking about? I mean, I want to see more of her maybe if she keeps her new haircut. Not if she goes back to the old haircut. Well, I don't want to see don't, that haircut. You don't like the, you don't like the, pony t- the twin tails that are also oh, weapons? What's dude, wrong, ain't, no, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Again, I still don't know what they would do uh-huh. for the new Chunibyo. Maybe this is going to be a Dekamori, which is which would kind of be interesting, actually. I'd like Dekamori. De- Dekamori is pretty good. So I think De- they said Dekamori and a new character is going to be introduced, and they might be the main. Characters. I mean, Dekamori is almost the breakout character in Chunibyo. Like how she kind of had had that emotional streak near the end of Chunibyo. I thought that was very poignant. Nah, or as poignant that. as Kyo and was getting. Nah, 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 son, nah, son, you nah, like son. A hater, bro. Ah, son. Like, Team Nibutani forever. Literally. Okay, okay. legit, legit Nibutani is pretty good. Yusin is about to pop a, uh, pop a blood vessel. And finally, right. and finally, Pizza Hut is running a Shingeki no Kyojin ad campaign in Shonen magazines. Um, as, as an example here, I think this is from Shonen Jump Weekly. That's um, pretty ignorant. That's pretty ignorant. Also, it's funny because the giants look like pizza. Like, they kind of have that pizza yeah, shape. And, and I don't know about you, but that doesn't make me want Pizza Hut. Um, also, Dude, I have I'm, another question. If, if they're eating pizza and all they eat is pizza, why, why are humans at war with them? Nah, it's more like you're the giant devouring the pizza, kind of like the giant. And then there are a bunch of people yeah. trying to cut you and kill you. Nah, but you're just you're just eating that pizza. Like you're eating the hu- you're eating the pizza like they eat humans. Uh-huh. You know, like this will become more obvious later on when we show another graphic um, <laughs> later on in the segment that I'll that I'll point out. But I think this is kind of a weird tie-in. I feel like well, Pizza, Pizza Hut always of- does this, you know, with Code Geass. There's that Code Geass shit. Now there's the Shingeki no Kyojin shit. They just take the most serious show, every, like, every two or three years, and they're like, yo, let's just throw in a Pizza Hut, like, Dude, Pizza Hut is tie-in. Pizza Hut is serious business. Oh, this is oh, this is almost as ridiculous as that fucking Gillette tie-in for Man of Steel that we're... Oh, what about every but- single ad in Tiger and Bunny? That was good stuff. That was, I mean, that was fun though. That was that like, was th- that was ironic. ironic. That was yeah, ironic. Exactly. This is not ironic. This is like an actual legitimate ad campaign. I don't know how I feel about that. Anyways. All right. Let's talk about some speech idiosyncrasies. Uh, what do you think of them? You know, your, your little speech ticks and. Yo, I like fucking hate speech ticks uh, in anime. Like I can barely stand the way that like high class Ojo-sama characters talk. I hate Kansai Ben okay. um, for the most part. Well, you don't I, like your I, Deswas and your Yahadis. 
No, dude. I, I, I hate concept in real life. Okay. You know? So I hate it in my anime even more because it's so fucking overdone. And the reason why we're talking about this this week is because Railgun is really getting to this point where the speech idiosyncrasies are just – they make the show unwatchable almost. What? You don't like Judgment Death Snow? I mean that's not an idiosyncrasy. That's just like what she what said. About, okay, I, I – come on. You can't – like, Okay, think about like – think about like what's her face? Shinobu's um, English? Yeah, like there's that. Dude, that fucking, there's, that's just hilarious. It no, makes her memorable. I, that's why they do it. It makes people memorable. No, 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 no. Also, yeah, I don't know what Usni's talking about, first of all. That that bitch needs to chill. Um, <laughs> But honestly, like – Watch out. He's going to call you out with a post. Oh, boo fucking who. <laughs> um, like I give a fuck. Um, but honestly, like I think that, you know, the reason why like Saten and Weiharu and Misaka are, you know – arguably easier characters to watch than Kuroko is because they don't have those speech ticks. And actually, as someone who doesn't quite understand Japanese, I kind of want to hear your perspective on this issue. Sure, sure. First of all, I, I'm just trying to gather myself here because I think I just heard you diss Kuroko. Uh, second of all, um, you know... No, I, I'm saying she's... I'm saying she, they're more listenable. Uh, I'm not saying Kuroko's worse. I, I actually happen to like Kuroko a lot. Yeah, I think speech idiosyncrasies are less annoying and more accessible to people who don't understand Japanese because it's something that you could just hear and pick up in kind of the static noise of a language that you don't understand. Yeah, but um, like for me, it's almost as annoying as if... Say, if like, someone I just says like all the time in a sentence. Okay, honestly, this is why I have a huge problem with Kinono as well is because she literally, to me, she sounds like a valley girl. Like I think that's the gimmick though, right? It's the most... I mean, she is a valley girl. Right. Like she really is. Um, but she like says like this kiddo like at the yeah. end of every single fucking sentence I mean, and i'm just like oh my god stop 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 my stop, first stop. anime ever as in like you know download torrent stuff like that uh was rose and maiden and uh, uh soise seki's desu was you know my first ever speech oh can we can we talk about um fucking what's it called that fucking shitty show that guy that guy next made two years ago oh uh talia no shoka yeah god damn it does anyone remember that fucking show because that was awful yeah. Okay. okay. Was, I mean, I think some of them can be memorable, and some yes, of them. You yes, know. yes, is unacceptable. Like, there's no universe in which yes, this is um, inacceptable. You're Come on, Degasso. Like, we all love our Squid Girl, right? No, but like, no, I hate. That's why I couldn't watch past episode one of Ikan Musume, Honestly, oh, no. I, oh, no. I just couldn't. And and finally, I, 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 I crack up at Shinobu's English. I don't. I don't care. I mean, haters gonna hate, but however, is just fucking however, hilarious. No, dude. No, stop. Moving on. So, Akira, do you think that there are too many Patanko in Henneko? Yeah, at the point where every single fucking character in that show is Patanko, there's there's a problem. Well, there's no problem with that. I mean, just imagine that you're watching a lolly show. I mean, you know, it's not my fault. They just know what sells. But, like, I don't... But, like, I don't wanna, you know? like <laughs> no, 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 no. They always give you the recourse. You can get... Tsukiko's older sister, I think she... she had but she's, she's like, flat in a completely different way. She's just like, I don't know. Oh. Who benefits? <laughs> Me. Like... See... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Like, here's the, here's the thing with Hen Neko, right? Like, right. No one is watching Hen Neko for the plot, we can assume. Okay. Um... So people are watching Henneko for the characters. I find right? it extremely weird that they're squeezing some kind of super, supernatural, weird-ass plot in there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so, I mean, the only reason why anyone was watching that show is because Kantoku did the character designs. Yeah, right. That, I'm not going to lie, that's exactly why I'm watching And Kantoku is, like, very much good at doing, like, very eroi-looking yep. girls. Yep. Like, she's, he's all about the eroi girls. Hell yeah. Um, but he's also all about the petanko, which is really 
a shame, right? Because the only reason I'm watching that show is to see his characters move around. Right. Um, preferably in plaid. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. There's just there, – it, it's just – oh, I, I – like – at some point, you need to give me another option, right? Like every sh- like the reason why harem shows are successful is because they give people lots of options. But then, right? like, but here's the thing, though. But then, you know, people either with with Haneko is, you know, I don't really have anyone to dislike in Haneko. I like all of them. I like. No, Akari, I don't like, like. I don't like. I don't like Kakashi. Kakashi's amazing. I think. I don't She's like. So flat. No, but I don't like. I don't like her. I don't like Azuki Azusa. Azuki Azusa's great. She's so flat. Oh, don't don't. Oh. Don't say that. You sound really creepy. Uh, <laughs> and the new girl in pink. Okay, okay, legit. She's kind of annoying, but she's hot because she's flat. You know? No, 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 no. See, this is fine and good from like your personal perspective, but right. this is like not a winning formula from a commercial perspective. You know what I'm saying right now? Okay. Like, there's a huge problem with having all these pitanko running around. Is that but people? But then, can you aren't flip it to the pitanko, opposite? Like, is there a huge problem if there's an anime where everyone has huge boobs? But you can't find a successful anime like that. Horizon. Like there's not a single anime which is successful Horizon in the history in the of middle anime of nowhere. But nobody saw that. Sacred blacksmith. Nobody saw that either. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like no, you you got to have a mix. The, like the industry is all about mixing these days. You can't just put all your eggs in one basket and uh-huh. uh, and hope for the best. It doesn't work that way. And I, I genuinely think this is a huge problem with Hineko and why it hasn't received wider recognition. Okay. Like. To be serious for a second here, it hasn't received wider recognition mainly because like people who aren't into Pitanko have nothing. There's nothing going for it. There's certainly no plot. Yeah. There's certainly nothing else other than that. I mean, there's plaid, but like I don't know how do you go into plaid other than me? If you're in a plaid, plaid is amazing. Like, Fucking like if you're no. if you're really really into plaid, like let me know. We can definitely connect on that. Yeah. Especially pardon, if you're female, you should definitely. Bomb. bomb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. And you know, I don't like ever using this argument, but in this situation, you just gotta blame the source material. Then you know, I mean. Kantoku didn't make and write the manga, you know, so... No, he totally did. He designed all the characters. He designed the characters. He didn't write anything, so... I mean, but... It doesn't work that way. No, no, no. The plot (laughs) is that Kakashi has no boobs. True. And also, for some reason, right now... Why Azuki Asasa, right? Like, why can't Azuki Asasa have any... I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Moving on. Moving on. All right. All right. Let's go into Omake. Uh, So, I'll put him in on the clock. And uh, we might as well get started with this. So um, there's some shoujo magazine out there that sponsored a manga t- contest for elementary school kids. And they're actually really good. Yeah. And uh, one of them is named Hoshisora Ame, one of the winners. And she's definitely going to be a porn star. Oh. So Huge problem. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her in like 15, 16 years when that's finally appropriate. Um, anyways, the AKB48 election was watched by 32.7% of Japan. Uh, that is a huge problem. You definitely, people of Japan, go go do something with your lives. That's really really bad. There's a new game for the Nintendo DS where you get to learn English with Hanakana. Um, I'm down with that. I know how to speak English. I'll fucking learn it again. Oh, you know what's the best part? It's that it says, um, it's a, go back, go back. It says most popular female seiyu number one, Hanazawa Kana. That is a huge statement. It's a Anyways, moving on. Anyways, Shingeki no Kyojin Gashapon. Remember when I said the you know the whole uh, Pizza Hut thing? Mm-hmm. That's what you should look like when you're eating a, a pizza. That's what you should look like, uh, just like delicious. that guy's like right now. Yeah, that looks delicious. That's Collect that's really all. ignorant. That's fucking ignorant. Anyways, you've just wasted another perfectly good half hour listening to two Asian men talk about Chinese cartoons. All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Sorry about the lag near the end of the show.
Yep. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.